Welcome to Life Changing Moments with Sharon Wyckoff. Did you know that you are making a difference right where you are right now? You were born for these times. Yes, we chose to be here. Let's make the most of it, even with these times of great transition and transformation. In the midst of whatever you are facing, there is an opportunity for a life-changing moment when you decide to be in a right relationship with life. Do you want to be empowered to live more fully right here, right now? Stay tuned for Life-Changing Moments with Sharon Wyckoff. All right. Hi, everybody. I'm delighted to be here with you for another program. Today, the topic is reflecting on right relationships. And I tell you, after I posted this about 10 days ago, so much has come to my attention about right relationships and relationships that are not so right. I think we can look to our community sometimes, our family, our friends, those that are most closest to us, and perhaps we can have those beautiful, beautiful uh, connections, Um, and sometimes not. So we're going to talk a lot about this today. Also, you can look out in the world. For me, actually, in Northern California right now this week, we have been having chemtrails galore, snow and sun. And the snow is something I'm going to be talking about a little bit later on. But, you know, it's not the real snow. It doesn't seem to be being absorbed by the trees. And so I think there's something going on here that really is not a right relationship. So I'm going to start out right now actually sharing a poem with you that came to me after trying to do a poem for quite some time, for a few weeks now. And it just kind of came. So it says, when we have a right relationship with life, we have embodied the joy of living. We have learned to love ourselves and our creatures and all creatures. We have a deep respect for Mother Earth. And we have come to know that life is a privilege and we have a purpose for living. And it is from living in these fields, I call them, that we keep on keeping on, and thus we have the courage to meet all that arises. We have the strength to endure the challenges. We have the compassion to understand another's pain, and we have the faith and trust to keep on keeping on. So with that being said, I want to jump into relationships and actually framed in the times that we are in right now, I think if you would ask most people, they would say that we are living during a very challenging time. The systems we've come to depend on are not functioning the same any longer, bringing about doubt and fear for many. Invasions, earthquakes, hurricanes, flooding leave many without home, food, and water. And many have lost loved ones, family, and friends. 
illness and death surround us, weather patterns unpredictable. Yes, there is much to be delusioned by for sure. And not every person is always facing um, the same problems. Sometimes it's more of a crisis, and sometimes it's just a long enduring of a challenging situation. And yes, there are these challenges, many, many. And yet I do believe, and I want to emphasize this, that we came here to be here at this time. I know some people discount this, but I think on the other side, before we said, before we came here, we did make that choice. And so that means that you and I have a purpose, a reason for living. And with all that is going on right now, I just think we are all needed to play our part. When we look out and see the challenges, both personal, in the community, in the world, it's daunting. And we know that we can't do it alone. But if everybody plays their little part, that is what is important. And it's always better if we can do so from a place of having perhaps worked with our own challenges, our own shadows. But right now, we're all being called up to maybe do that in a bigger way so that we can be really clear with what our purpose is. So I do believe that we have come to help. And with that being said, I just want you to know that you make a difference right where you are. I know it's not easy. I have my doubts at times, too. But just know that your presence and my presence makes a difference. Once I heard Carolyn Mace um, say that the universe may position one person on just a particular street, in a particular city, in a state, because that energy is needed right there. So this is you. This is me. And I think... What's really important is um, if we have a right relationship with life, then we are able to be maybe be more um, proactive with what our role is at this time. And I believe it's when we have a right relationship with life that we have the strength and the courage to be present to be to what is being asked of us. Also, part of this program was um, came forth because I've heard recently that there are numerous um, there's there have been many many suicides, of course, throughout the last few years, and even now, more young people are really in a position of doubting the future and are contemplating this. Um, and I just want to say, you know, if there's anyone in your life that you know, um, especially young people that are really questioning the role they have to play, I just hope that you can empower them to just um, be where they are right now and to see the possibilities in life. 
it is challenging. The problems aren't going away overnight, but together we can make it make a difference. So I'm always, often talking about um, life-changing moments, and that is when something takes place that triggers you in a possibly a very wonderful way um, to see life differently. And uh, I'm just hoping that perhaps this program is one such program that when you hear some of these truths, they'll say, you'll say, you know, yes, I can see things differently now. And know that I'm never trying to put my truth onto you, but I'm just trying, attempting to speak truth and hopefully that it will um, inspire your own innate ability to sense what is true, to come forth and um, to support you and to nurture you on your path. You know, each one of us makes a difference. It doesn't matter what our role is, if it's being a parent or raising children and raising children or a city worker. Um, I met a man, our mailman actually this week, and he had to come through almost two to three feet of snow on my property to get to my neighbor's property and um, to drop off some things. And, you know, I thanked him for his work. And um, he said, well, somebody has to do it. And I, I was hoping that he would really perhaps value his 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 contribution in a greater way, but he is doing the work. Teachers, uh, teaching children and teens and young people, childcare workers, um, dentists, doctors, you know, everyone plays a part. And particularly at this time, I think a smile from a neighbor, um, a smile from a coworker, really makes a difference. I know I found a new dentist um, this past couple of weeks in my community, and I'm really excited because he is the type of person that I've been searching for for a long time as far as the dentist goes. And so just his being here is really lighting my load because I definitely want a um, very, very... Um, what should I say, conscious, passionate, and holistic dentist. One of the things that I want to talk about, let's see, do I want to start right now? Um, no, I think I'm going to leave it like this, and we're going to take um, a break. I'm having a very unusual song played right now, and it will only be on the live recording, but... Don, our wonderful producer, is going to put a link to it at the bottom of the program. Because of um, ownership of music rights, it can't be in the replay. Um, it's an unusual song, one that dates back to the late 1960s. Uh, Judith Durham sang, sang, sang it and has sung it, sung it actually for 50 years until her passing uh, just actually last year. She was from The Seekers, and although it came from a movie, it's called Georgie Girl, it's truly about jumping down off the shelf for some of the words in the, um, the song to really live more fully. 
So this is my message to you, and this is my um, desire, my um, yeah, my desire that perhaps a song like this will truly touch your spirit. I know music touches mine, and um, perhaps if you feel that you've been sitting on a shelf for a while, I know I go through periods like that. This will inspire you to jump down off that shelf and to live life more fully in this moment. So here we go with Judith Durnham, Durnham's um, Georgie Girl. Enjoy. Do you find life challenging today? Do you ever wonder why? We are having so much chaos in the world. Would you like to find more peace, more joy? If so, tune in to life-changing moments for a deeper understanding of why the chaos today, as well as how to find more peace in these times of transition and transformation. Well, welcome back to segment two. I apologize for that recording. It was very poor. I was um, trying to, uh, I didn't realize that was the one I, I sent in. So I'll have a better recording hopefully next time. And anyway, I hope it uh, just was uh, an incentive to to be who you are in this moment. Um, I want to go on in this segment and talk about the a right relationship. You know, what is a right relationship? When I first heard this term many decades ago, it really touched me so deeply because I thought this is everything. A right relationship with ourselves, a right relationship with others, right, right relationship with the planet. How do we act on the planet? You know, I think there's so much going on right now that is not a right relationship with the planet from the powers to be, and it's really, um, it's just such an important concept to really um, ponder and to reflect on and for each of us to come to our own terms as to what a right relationship is for us. And I remember years ago listening to Rhonda Britton, and she was written of several books. One of them is uh, Fearless Living. And she said, you know, relationships are messy. And I like nice, neat things. But, you know, relationships are messy. And so um, I'm going to share with you what I've come up with about relationships as far as right relationships, I think, between different individuals. And I invite you to ponder, you know, what is important for you in a right relationship? And maybe these, this, my list will, will suggest something to you. Um, respect for each other, sincerity, connection and communication. And I'm going to say something about that. You know, sometimes when, you know, every two, every person thinks differently than someone else. And sometimes when you're working things out with someone, it takes some communication. It takes some connection 
And if you just keep on keeping on, it's um, important to, to come to the solution whenever possible. Another characteristics is appreciation and gratitude for the other. Um, honoring the uniqueness and the role each person plays. Supporting the other person. Truthfulness. Mutual respect. Speaking and thinking and acting from truth. Being true to oneself. Being responsible for one's thinking, words, and actions. And so these are some of the characteristics I think are in right relationships. And I just invite you to take a moment to think of a relationship that you have in your life right now. And... What are maybe a couple of the characteristics or qualities of that relationship that you would consider a right relationship? I think everything right now on the planet, or so much of it anyway, is up for us to rethink because it is a time of transformation and we cannot move into the new which is what's happening right now, although it doesn't necessarily look like that. We can't move into the new. We can't really move forward if we keep on with the same behaviors we've had in the past, especially if those behaviors are not our best self. So I think we have to relook at so much of what's happening right now and many of the people that we have come to respect um, many times um, are not, we, uh, we end up finding out that they are not um, what we thought they were. And so we really can't always look outside of ourselves. We have to really own our own journey. And I always think there are people that have been on the planet for longer times, or I should say uh, have been in the process of birth and rebirthing longer than we have, and there's also those that have been here less time than we have. So we can look forward and to see um, those souls perhaps that do have more wisdom, but we still cannot give all of our power to them. We have to own it ourselves. And so it's a balance of, you know, getting an idea from someone, perhaps being inspired, but then taking it inside. As I ask you to do with everything that I say, take it inside and see what resonates with you and then move forward from that. Some of the misguided or untrue qualities of relationship are, as in my opinion, are as follows. Power over someone or power under, being under someone else's power. Manipulation, fear in a relationship. Blaming, hurting, yelling, ignoring the other person, lying. Also gossiping, words, thoughts, and actions against the person or disrespecting them.
and again coming together with others to gain something over others, or perhaps for your own benefit to really um, be in a situation where you're there for your own benefit, not a mutual um, support. Not speaking up when necessary and not acting when necessary. So years ago, um, I observed an interaction between two people over um, their child. And it was a beautiful example of how um, she had to, uh, the, the, the woman at that time, had to make a difference. And I'll, I'll tell you about it. Um, she had gone to, and I was with her as a friend, I had got, gone with her to um, pick up something from her former husband, and um, their daughter was there. And the husband said to her, you know, um, I'll give you this, what she'd come to pick up, if you will, um, dress um, little Lori. And the lady said, no. She said, you will give me that, and I will be happy to dress Lori. So she separated them. One was not going to be in direct um, a consequence of the other. And I thought that was very important, that we aren't um, manipulated in that way, to keep our conversations very, very clean. And I know I observed some young women doing and the husbands doing parenting now. And, you know, in the days when I was raised, a parent did have, like, control over us more so because it was just the way it was. You know, we did this because parents said so. And I noticed um, this young couple with a little one and so much of the relationship is like a give and take, you know. The mom and dad listen to the child and work things out, and yet he, the little one, I think it's five now, isn't controlling the whole situation. But they work things out, you know. They, they clean up the house together. They decide about the dinner sometimes together so that the child has um, a participate. And it is just so beautiful because, you know, I think they're really teaching him to be part of life rather than having the power over. And so I just invite you to look at your own life and see if any of the relationships you're in, it could be personal, it could be um, professional, if they have power over you in a way that is... Um, kind of like demanding and just insisting on having power over you. And are you having, being able to allow that and being under someone's power? Or perhaps you have power over someone else. So I just think this is something that is so important in our world right now because we are moving forward to a golden age, which is far down the line right now. But everything we do 
right now is either going to be keeping the status quo or moving us forward. You know, um, do we want to be part of the status quo or do we want to be part of the creation of a new world? Also, between, you know, husbands and wives um, in a relationship, partners, do we want, well, let's look at situations where, you know, one person says to the other, I really need you home by 8 o'clock. You know, there's definitely something that's a power over that versus, you know, you know, I would love to do this with you at um, 8.30. Can you get here by 8 o'clock, do you think? So there's no demands and no commands. I remember years ago, I had a wonderful relationship with a man, and this was a turning point. It was a life-changing moment for me when this business associate um, all of a sudden became extremely demanding. He had loaned me a set of tapes, and overnight he said, I need those tapes right now. And it wasn't necessarily, um, you know, asking me if I can do that and working out, say, you know, I really need them, Sharon. But it was like a demanding, and he got very, very angry. And I was shaking. It was so scary because it was so unlike him. It, this is what's not his um, behavior at all. And so I actually purchased a book at that time on verbal abuse. And I wish I still had it because it was amazing what constitutes verbal abuse. So I just invite you, if you know you're in any kind of a situation like this, to really look into it and to really know that you are important and do not have to be in a situation where you have someone having power over you. And also to kind of do a self-reflection and make sure that you're not in a situation where you are having power over another person, too. I also want to touch on a relationship with ourselves. And in fact, I wanted to share with you, I do have... Um, some classes coming up. They're just going to be like an hour, hour and a half on Wednesdays, um, all each month, each week uh, in March. If you're interested, just go to theartoflivinglife.org, theartoflivinglife.org, and under services, I share them there because I'm going to be talking about this, and we can go into depth in a um, small group, much more than we can here. How much do you trust yourself? Um, do you really have a love for yourself? Do you have faith in your ability to um, handle whatever arises? These are some of the questions that when we get into looking at the relationship we have with our own self, we can really take note of. And um, I was listening to someone the other day, not sure who it was, 
and she was saying, um, you know, how much time, I think it was Master Lin from Spring Forest Shigong, how much time, yes, how much time do you spend with yourself? How much time do you really sit being with yourself? And I thought that was such a beautiful question because sometimes, you know, we get very busy and we don't really sit. And to just really observe, you know, what is going on within. Also, do you listen to yourself? If you get a really um, brilliant idea, do you just kind of let it pass or do you listen to it and take action on it? You know, some, I have let a lot of things go by and afterwards I thought, wow, you know, I really should take action. I should have taken action on that. So it's a great question for us to, to ponder as we are during these times of, of transition and transformation. We want to understand who we are as because as we do that, we're going to have um, moments and inspirations of what we might do next in life. So uh, when we ask these difficult questions, sometimes it's easy to place blame. Oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. And we don't want to do that. That's not what this is about. It's truly about being more aware and learning. Everything is a lesson. And there's this beautiful song. I have used it in my work for ages and on the radio for for decades. It's called Lessons to be Learned, and it's by Barbara Streisand. And... um, I printed out some words. Let me see if I can find them because I just want to share a couple of the words that go with this song. It's just so beautiful. And then we're going to have it played for our... Hmm, That's very interesting. I'm quite sure I printed it out yesterday. Anyway, it doesn't seem to be here. So anyway, you'll hear in in the song that it's never something we've done wrong. It's just lessons to be learned. And so that if you see yourself, you know, perhaps in a place of not trusting yourself as much, just consider it something that you're going to, something to be learned. Um, And we're always in a place of learning. You know, we never stop. That's what we're here for. So up next is uh, Lessons to be Learned by Barbara Streisand. Enjoy. Do you want to find new ways of parenting? Ways that are more peaceful and mindful? Do your children push your buttons at times? Would you like to see your children play more kindly and loving with others? Would you like your children to be more respectful to you? Sharon Wyckoff, mother, grandmother, and parent educator, offers a six-week class 
introducing participants to a step-by-step program creating more peace for both parents and children. Visit theartoflivinglife.org for more details. Learn easy mindful practices to bring peace to yourself and to learn many tips on ways of creating a peaceful home environment for all. Take action and make a change today. Shift the way you look at life, the way you live life, and the way you see yourself and your children. Visit theartoflivinglife.org and sign up today. I just love that piece by Barbara. Um, just to me, it just really touches me. And I think the first time I heard it, it was a life-changing moment. Um, sometimes um, I've gone through self-blame in my life. Anybody join me with that? And thinking, oh, why couldn't I have done that earlier? And why couldn't I have done that better? And I just feel that that peace brings it all together. You know, we are here on a journey of life and we are here to do the best we can. And sometimes, you know, we have a lot to handle, especially today in today's world, we have a lot going on. So we have to give ourselves um, a break and um, the benefit of the doubt. And I want to share something with you that has been really a wonderful practice uh, for me recently, um, and that is just stopping in the moment and holding still and not doing anything. This is a technique, really a practice, uh, by a lady, a beautiful lady called Jacqueline, and she can be found at oraclegirl.org oraclegirl.org and it was a um, a 20 minute track that she put out I think about two weeks ago so it's on her site and she just suggests that you just stop and um, I did this uh, in the store the other day because I had just spent two and a half hours digging my car out with my neighbor and it was a fun experience. We had a great time, but I only had an hour to do my shopping before I was working again and had a client on the phone. So I got in the store, and for some reason, I became very emotional. And I thought, wow, this is interesting. <laughs> I don't usually get emotional, and it's a store I'm used to. And I just did, went down one of the aisles, and I just stopped. So I'm going to have us do that just for a moment, just to be still. And whatever comes up in your consciousness, just let it be, okay? I'm going to do this for like 30 seconds. So I just invite you to be still in this moment. Hmm. And as we come out, just take a deep breath. It doesn't take more than maybe one or two minutes, but it really is so refreshing. It just kind of lets everything go 
and um, I was having some technical issues. And um, I did that last night going to bed, actually, and it just really helped. It just could let all the technical stuff go and thought, okay, just breathe. And our breath is so powerful, so powerful. And I also do like to always put a plug in for uh, springforestshigong.com. I tell you, I've had such healing of doing their Shigong practice. It's just been amazing. And it just allows us to truly be with ourselves in a beautiful way. So if you want any physical healing, emotional, mental, or spiritual, springforestshigong.com. It's the work of Master Lim. So we just have a couple minutes here because I want to play another song and then come back. So this segment is designed to talk about our relationship with the planet. And I'm going to just invite you to look for a moment. What is your relationship with the planet? Are you able to consume just what you need, not wanting more than your share? Um, that can be of food and material things uh, in your home. Or are you always buying? Do you always want the next pair of shoes or the next new necklace or the next new artwork? You know, how are you in relationship to the planet? Do you really honor the, the, um, the, the growing process of fruits and vegetables? I did a restored an old greenhouse with the help of some housemates about three, four years ago. It hadn't been used for years, and it was, oh, just covered with black widows inside and junk. And after the restoration of it, we planted things, and the cabbages, not cabbage, the kale, grew to be six to nine inches. Every leaf was six to nine inches long. It just touched me so deeply because for some reason it was just giving so much um, back to us from these little plants that we put in. It was, was just beautifully, just so joyful. So um, we have to look at our relationship um, to our planet. And then I have to say, again, as I started the program, the, our relationship, the relationship that is going on by the powers to be, I have to say, um, the chemtrails that are going on. Um, here is a email I just printed out by Renee um, Selsunum, S-E-N-U-M, she was running for governor in California, and she lives in Northern California in the Nevada uh, city area and has just had ponderosa pines fall on her home and um, her friend's home, her partner's home, just doors away, about a mile away from each other. And she put out this um emails saying, well, it has been declared, the state of emergency um, has declared emergency in California in several counties because of the trees that are falling. 
And I have to say, as she does here, it is not just an act of nature. The snow that we are having right now is not real snow. Um, she was going on to explain, which I didn't know about it, but she said that um, it has less water in it, and of course with the chemical trails, because we have been so indebted and inundated with the chemtrails, that basically the trees are not picking up the water. Here in Northern California, I see the redwood trees on our property here. Um, there was one that was in poor condition, and now there's another one, and another one, and we're losing branches off of them. Um, it's just a truly tragic happening. And I certainly hope that eventually, I would like it to happen today rather than tomorrow, um, this is put an end to it. I know that we are getting help from um, the beans in other galaxies, you might say, um, to really not let the planet be, um, what should I say, dramatically impaired at this time. And yet we are having, a, a, the what's going on is having devastating effects on, on the planet for sure. So, you know, perhaps this is some area that, you know, you might want to work in. I'm always encouraging people to find what, is their calling. If you ask or hear something and you just turn within and say, you know, what is my role? Nothing may come up, and yet something might come up. So I, one of my all-time favorite songs is This Land is Your Land. And I don't know if John was able to find a recording with William Florian, but I hope so. Um, he is New John Denver and has played many of his songs. Uh, he was with the New Christian Minstrels years ago. And so he has a beautiful version of um, This Land is Your Land. So we're going to play that. And I just invite you to truly listen to these words and know that this land is your land. And how are we going to act? How are you going to act to make a difference? as we move forward during these times of transition and transformation. Here we go. This land is your land. Enjoy. Do you find it difficult to be present to all that is going on in the world right now? Sharon Wyckoff offers a four-week class introducing participants to four simple practices that help you stay positive, allowing fears and negative emotions to dissipate and support you in living in the present moment where beautiful life-changing moments happen. Visit theartoflivinglife.org for more details. Learn an easy and simple way to meditate, chant, and use mantra to support you in living a happy and successful life. 
Take action and make a change today that can shift the way you look at life, the way you live life, and the way you see yourself. Visit theartoflivinglife.org and sign up today. Okay, so I invite you to really ponder um, your relationship with this beautiful land. And as I've mentioned before, too, going out in nature is a wonderful way of kind of letting go of the challenges that we're going through right now. Being amongst the trees and the ground and the soil is a really beautiful thing. I want you to, um, to invite you to visit me at theartoflivinglife.org, theartoflivinglife.org. I do have some classes coming up on right relationships beginning on Wednesday. They're just each one separate, has a separate uh, day to it. And... Um, I will be continuing this conversation because I think right relationships is so important. Also, if you'd like to be in touch with me, I would love to be in touch with you, and you can contact me through the website, theartoflivinglife.org. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on Life-Changing Moments, and hope that you have a truly beautiful life-changing moment this week. Bye for now. Just say thank you for every dream come true, for the light that shines in you as often as you can.